Collins will make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Everybody ready? Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from us. Hello there, Gordon. Hi, Jake. How are you? Good, man. We're going to have Donovan Mitchell on the show today. That's good news. Yeah, that, that's really good. Uh, that's going to be a 2.30. So uh, when I heard Fun. the Heard the word about that earlier today. That that tends to brighten the day when you're having, you know, uh, Utah Jazz star on the show. That's good. I haven't talked to him in quite a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be good to have him. He hasn't, uh, what, uh, been on the show probably since the last media day we were able to actually attend. So Been a while. Be, that'll be nice. How's Austin doing today? Good. <laughs> Are you chipper? Are you fired up? Are you ready to go? We got a we got a lot going on on today's show, so I'm sure I'm do. excited. All right, you don't know what it is yet because I haven't told you. So you got more? Oh yeah. Oh, so it's a day full of surprises and good stuff, apparently. Rob Morris will be on the show at the top of the three o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. Oh, we're gonna hear from Max Hall. He was on with Hans Scotty. He was very good uh, today. Christian Cox will be on with us at the top of the four o'clock hour, and David Locke. Will join us at five. We are full up. Nice work, uh, Austin. You've been uh, you've been a plus. Well, maybe an A minus because of Christian, but that's all. Oh well, yeah. That, he got desperate, I guess, for that. <laughs> no, it's an awesome lineup. Uh, and yeah, of course, rivalry week continues on, and uh, yeah, we, we will continue to make it a big deal. Ah, uh, well, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Can we all just say that? I know there's a corner of Utah fans out there somewhere who say it's not a big deal, it's not a conference game, it doesn't really matter. And then there's some uh, small f- a bit of BYU fans who try to downplay it like it, it doesn't really matter. And all that. It does matter. It matters in a big, big way. And Wait a minute. Isn't, isn't this particular topic what got you in, uh, in trouble with the good doctor? Uh, well, it, it was had to do with, yeah, kind of it was related. Because wasn't that, he yeah. saying that the fans don't want to see it continue and you said that was not correct? 
Uh, well, and then he released the infamous public statement about the columnist. I kind of miss Chris Hill. Do you? Yeah, he's a good guy to have around. Hey, uh, the good doctor is welcome on this show anytime. He always goes on with DJ and PK, doesn't he? I know, strange. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was talking to our guy uh, Paul Kirk at Utah, and we were chatting at Pac-12 Media Day, and we were chatting about getting uh, uh, Mark Harlan on, which we did. We did, and, and that was good. That and, was but I, I told him, I was like, you know, we're not, we're, we're not that used to getting the Utah AD on the show, <laughs> so this will be a, 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 a refreshing. You know, this is so, so funny to me, because this week alone I've been accused by BYU fans of being a tried-and-true Ute and so it's funny when Utah people get angry. See, here, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with pointing a few things out on the red side, on the blue side. There are, you know, sometimes mistakes that are made. Just because you have some uh, opinion or feedback on certain things that take place, it doesn't mean that you're anti-anything, Right. I mean, you've criticized Naz before, right? You love her, but you've criticized her, right? Sure. How'd that go, by the way? Fine. Yeah, sometimes you got to be careful about it. But anyway, it doesn't mean that you're against anything. All it means is that uh, nobody's perfect, no person is, no organization is, and there's nothing wrong with, uh, with pointing that out. Look. I'm wrong sometimes too. You're, Most you're, times. yeah. You have a habit of pointing that out to me. <laughs> so we all, all of us, are imperfect. <laughs> maybe that may be the nicest way you've ever put that. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say we needed to go backwards, but that was put rather nicely. Thank you. See, you disagree with me a lot, and we come in and do the show every we do. day. We do. You I know, think it's part uh, of what makes the show good. Well, honestly, yeah, but that's that's what makes life good. It's okay. I mean, I, look, I understand that we have a divided world that we're in and sometimes it does get a little over the top sometimes but, um, it, you know and I would prefer if they were just sort of you know ain't no good guys ain't no bad guys Austin's gonna turn my mic off no you haven't said this in a really long time I'd actually like to hear <laughs> there's only you and me and we just disagree it's okay it's okay you and I do it every day we do. Successfully, might I add. You are wrong a lot. Over the top. <laughs> I'll turn this into Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, movie? not a lot. Uh, you know what? I appreciate the fact that Austin has seen that movie from, when was that, 1980 or something? Maybe 70s. All right, maybe lots of, uh, a little strong. How about just most of the time? <laughs> Yeah, well, frequently uh, I'm gonna is that do better? I'm gonna do to you what I do to most people when they criticize <laughs> no. me. I hear what they say, I listen, but I, I, I don't let it affect me. I mean, I, I sometimes you've changed my mind on some things. Yeah, I don't really listen. <laughs> I know I've noticed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you come around occasionally. You're you're willing to listen to reason occasionally. That's good, you know, but it keeps the show spicy. Because you can dig your heels in, too. Been known to do. Yeah, it happens from time to time. So anyway, all right. Well, yeah, we got a, we got a reference we haven't gotten in a while. That's good. 
and, and look, it's it's the week of the red and the blue. And, you know, it's a week where, uh, you know, uh, civil disagreement is, 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 is good. It's fine. Where did the your thing with Chris Hill start? You remember? Why did why did he grow to dislike you so? You remember what that was over? You'll have to ask him. I, I I'm not sure. I probably made some accusation or something, and he was upset about. It. I don't know. That's a good question. But I respect Chris Hill. I I think uh, he did uh, some really spectacular things at the University of Utah. So, and it's funny because I was talking to someone who is closely associated with Chris. One of the people who actually liked being closely associated with Chris. See, maybe it's that is the reason he doesn't like you. That right there. Well, some people did, some people didn't. But, but he. <laughs> I told him. I said, when Chris, the day Chris Hill retires, I'm going to write a column, singing his praises, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, he did a good job at Utah. He did. He's a smart guy. He did a good job. Uh, Sven points out, he says, uh, Chris Hill referring to Gordon as a columnist still isn't as demeaning as Gordon referring to co-workers in a column. Amen. We never got our apology. Well, Sven, why well you Chris got, Hill why, never why, got his wait, either. Why does Sven have to start a, doing a, a, that? A, oh, yeah. whole column. Yeah, no, know? he didn't do the column. He did the on-air. Sven stirring not, it up in the studio here. But, yeah, he did the on-air apology because you, you did Good come, point, a, co-worker. come a little strong. Yeah, but, but I but, really didn't do anything wrong in there just because I didn't refer to Your name is at the bottom of my column every day, so shut up over there. <laughs> Where's mine? See, now it's Austin, good. you're the executive producer. Everybody knows who Of your you column? No. Of oh, the I show. was going to start making some decisions. We're just making the jokes. Next time I'll say a co-worker and EP. Is that what you'd like? <laughs> Some people I've heard of. I hope you know. I still, <laughs> I still say at least sixty percent of the time when I first see Austin during the day, I say hello, coworker. Yes, he does. So it is a All bit right. of a running I'm joke. I'm taking your name off the bottom. Hey, I mean, hey. I'm just going to remove it completely. Don't, don't get Because me. all those years I did the show with a thousand other people, I never put their I, name on the bottom of the column. I feel honored. I do. I feel special. I enjoy it every time I see it. Well, one other time. That's all. But you can understand why it turned into a funny running joke. That's all. Yeah, but see, our listeners don't know it's a joke. They think that you guys are actually upset at me. Well, maybe you are. They do not. I don't know. We tease you. Nobody thinks we're serious. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm, I was serious. Well, I'm not serious. I'm not mad about it, but it is <laughs> bothersome. You wanted your name in a paper? Really? No, I just don't want to. I'd rather be not referred to than referred to condescendingly as co-worker. Can I ask you uh, a newspaper? I thought a co-worker. It's not like I said it was an underling. I didn't say my lieutenant. I didn't say I said. A lieutenant would be an upgrade. No, because I'm a co-worker. I'm, I'm, lieutenant I'm an off, is an officer. So, I'm yeah. captain. You know, uh, so <laughs> if I said lieutenant, then I would be a, a co-worker. The word co is that you are my equal in work, co-worker. If I just said, yes, yeah, some guy, some dude, that would be something different. So you guys read it wrong. Can I ask you a newspaper-related question? <laughs> That's really dumb, but you might know the answer to. What? So I understand where the classifieds uh, went, because you don't get as many classifieds in the newspaper and what Craigslist and whatever else came along. And that's kind of where that, KSL.com, all that, that's where that went. Where did the colon one announcements go? The what? Is that a, still a thing? 
I don't like even know what to, If you hit a about. hole in one, you got your name in the paper. Uh, you know what I mean? Witnessed by yeah, these two liars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That used to be a cool aspect of, of that life achievement. Is that not a thing anymore? Where did that go? No, I don't know. No, it's not. Lame. I never once read one of those and believed it. Ever. That's the witness why, why? part. Yeah. That's, I don't, that, that, why would you want hey. to put your name in a paper as a liar? So that you can go others, and say, hey, you see my name oh, in the paper? Yeah, but that, I mean, that, that's, a, that's an empty reward. Except for because you know, to you. You know, you know it's false. And so, but this is the most and why, interesting. Why when you get a whole one the, do you tell this anybody? This is the most interesting part of what you just said is that you automatically disbelieve. Absolutely. That's, I mean, Austin, how do you go through how are life 15, being such a skeptic, how are such there, a cynic every day? Oh, if I came up to you and said I got a hole in one, would you automatically think BS? Yes. Well, well you? Anybody. At no time have I ever said I got a hole in one. I had a friend. There's a whole Modern Family episode about this. I had a friend post a picture of his wife on on, uh, Facebook the other day, bending down and picking up the ball out of the golf hole, and her third hole in one, baloney. Absolute baloney. I know someone who has You have a better chance of getting hit by lightning twice than hitting one hole in one. That's true. Not Not for somebody who plays golf a lot, and if they're pretty good, you know. They're lucky that it goes in, but they can put the ball close. I don't believe it. Have you ever seen— Austin, uh, how do you go through life being such a cynic? How do you go through life being gullible? I, has, it, has it hurt me? I don't think it's hurt has me Has it at hurt all. me? Well, it kind of is. To have my eyes open to the truth? No. How do you know— most people are you lying? You don't know it's not true. And you don't know it is true. I know, but which, which side would you rather be on? Mine. Because I'm happy. Uh, yeah. uh, have you ever seen— <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Welcome to Mooseport? It's really a terrible show. It's but, awful. Uh, yeah, it's really bad. Ray Romano, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, Gene Hackman, who plays a, a former— He's a good actor. Yeah, I love Gene Hackman. But he plays a former president, and there's a scene where they go and play golf. Uh-huh. And Gene Hackman's ex-wife is there to make sure that he doesn't, you know, because she knows how he golfs, right? Uh-huh. And and basically, it's there's secret service all over the course, and so— when his ball goes into the woods, you know, he, it just automatically kicks back out. You know, when everybody's out of sight, the ball ends up, you know, in a great place on the green. And Gene Hackman thinks he's this, this great golfer, right? Uh, but he's not. He just, the, the Secret Service just cheats for him the, yeah. the whole time. Uh-huh. I bet you that's a thing. It is with, a thing. With former presidents. Oh, it I is. Bet, I bet you that's 100% it is. a thing. I've yeah. told you the story about the trick shot artist that I went out. I was when I was working with the LA Times, and I was doing a, a story about this guy who was a trick shot artist. That's what he did. And he used to be the pro at a resort in Mexico, and LBJ went, used to frequent that place. And he went down there, and he was playing golf with him because he was the head pro. And he said that LBJ cheated like crazy he would he would take his club and and hit it on the ground and kind of tee up his ball in the fairway you know how you can prop up it. and he said well mr president you know <laughs> that's uh that's cheating and he said he just grumbled and went ahead and did it over and over again so i guess when you're a former president you just feel entitled to i just do wonder you want i wonder some if they presidents even uh, did what felt that way before they were elected i wonder if they even know that they're cheating? Right. It, it doesn't it even just, dawn on it them? Just, no, that, that was Gene Hackman's character. Like, he'd hit it into the woods and then say, wait for the bounce. Well, because so, always it, it miraculously got kicked back. Into I, the I'm, just, I'm just telling you that, uh, you know, 
presidents have been cheaters for quite some time. Hey, I, I see what you did there, Chester. And how could anyone be so cynical as to believe that other people that aren't president have been cheaters for such a long time? Uh, I did, well, I'm just saying that this is a matter of record, you know. <laughs> See, I would— You don't, You have it, no clue whether the person that has that reported or says that they got a hole-in-one that they are lying. And you have no clue if they're telling the truth. If there that, That's true, but, the, but presidents, I mean, that's a matter of record that they are cheaters. Honestly, if there weren't a downside to hitting a hole-in-one, I'd be more willing to come over to Austin's side on this. But you have to buy drinks for everybody. Screw that. Why would I lie about that? It's going to cost me money. Well, see, Austin thinks so? everybody's lying to him all the time. I just want to get my name in the that's paper, not so what I'm going to at all. I'm that's libel. <laughs> buy that, a round of drinks. But that's what you do when someone says something. Your automatic thought is BS. Yeah, when someone says they hit a bases empty grand slam left-handed, that I don't think a that's base possible. Bases empty. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Even though I was supposedly 15 <laughs> years older than them. Yes. All right. So Donovan Mitchell's coming up next. He is. Yeah. Looking forward to We're, talking with Donovan. The show is going to take a more, you know, sportsy turn, thank goodness. I guess hole-in-one is kind of sportsy. I'll believe he joins the show when I see it. I'm telling you right now, if I got a hole-in-one, you guys would know about it. Because I would tell you. I would. I mean, because that's such a big... I You've never seen me come in here before and say, oh, I got a hole-in-one. Never. I've never said that to you. So if I said it, then would my credibility be high enough for you to believe it? Well, I've I've seen your your golf integrity in action, and I just. And if you did hit a hole in one, I believe we would hear about it because we hear about a lot less. I'd certainly tell you guys if I had a hole in one. I hear you. All right. Why do I work with you guys? Donovan Mitchell is next. (laughs) Joining us now is our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, are you a golfer? Have you had a hole in one? I am a golfer. I had a hole-in-one uh, my sophomore year in the state championship, believe it or not. Wow. It was pretty awesome. Wow, that's, that's high-level golf. Andrew of lying, yep. That's The state championship, like state high school championship, <laughs> and the, you yeah, dropped a hole-in-one? And then I think I shot like a 90, it was, so it didn't end up good, but I did have the hole-in-one. I'd rather have the hole-in-one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I did that in the state championship. Hmm. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's help some guys out there, Andrew, who might be struggling with ED. Yeah. If you're out there frustrated in the bedroom, any kind of uh, failure, whether it's mild or severe, uh, you've probably heard us talk about Wasatch Medical and this technology backed by science. Just think two to three weeks from now, inside the month of September, if you could function better in the bedroom, if the blood flowed uh, like it used to, what would your relationship look like? So many spouses call us every day. They want the ED fixed. So many men want the ED fixed. Nobody wants to take the pill. That is what our technology can accomplish. It opens up. It regrows blood vessels. It's backed by 50 clinical studies saying this is safe. This is effective, and a lot of guys are finding relief. Turn back that clock, man. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's turning back the clock in the bedroom. We've had guys in their 50s get back to function like their 30s, guys in their 70s back to function like their 50s. And this is happening daily here at the clinic and around the country. Uh, And the clinical evidence that continues to come out, I would invite listeners to go to wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Read some of those. It is very impressive. 
801-901-8000. That is the number to call. Get on the schedule today, and you always do a lot for our listeners. Get on the schedule today. Get your ED taken care of in the month of September. Uh, you'll meet with our doctor. He'll do an assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound free. If you've ever wanted to test the strength of your blood vessels, that's what he does. You get the gift also that produces immediate results in the bedroom, worth the trip, and you can leave your wallet at home. There's zero obligation and zero cost. 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. The Donovan Mitchell is going to be on the show next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. For the first time in two years, it's rivalry week. Kyle Whittingham and the Utes look to make it 10 in a row against the Cougars as the Utes head to Provo for another showdown with BYU. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Holy War is here. Another chapter in the Utah-BYU rivalry is about to be written. And your home for the best coverage of Rivalry Week is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today, Sly and the Family Stone, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and uh, and latest updates. Go to livenation.com. Gordon, we're uh, expected to uh, be joined by Donovan Mitchell coming up here any moment. Um, He's going to join us. He's partnered with Clorox, and they're doing uh, something that's really, really cool and actually... uh, as the son and grandson of a couple of teachers uh, near and dear to my heart. But uh, they're partnering up with Donors Choose, and they're going to do a $1 million donation. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, also the son of a teacher and has been uh, an advocate for teachers in the past. But uh, kind of the, what, they're, what they're trying to do, Gordon, I'm sure you've heard about this. If you've, uh, if you've got a teacher in your life, they've probably done it. But uh, going into their own pocket to come up with supplies for the kids. Oh, yeah. Just to uh, to you know be able to properly do their job educating young people, and so that's kind of their that's what they're going to work on with uh, with donors choose and get some supplies and those sorts of things into the hands of uh, the teachers and kids who need it. Well, I guarantee you that if Donovan Mitchell was talking to you about teachers, he would say those are the heroes. You know, those are the real heroes. People, I, all of us have someone who uh, who was a teacher of ours. Who we look back at and think, "Wow, okay, I learned a lot from him or her." Well, probably, 
Probably more than um, probably more than one, if I had to make a guess. Yeah. Um, we're we're running a little bit behind, so we'll adjust. That's all right. But uh, Austin says what? Uh, probably around eight to ten minutes, somewhere in there. So hang with us. We'll tread some water. Well, anytime you can get Donovan Mitchell on the show, I'm certainly not going to complain. And I think this is a, a, a terrific thing that he's doing. So I'm yeah. excited that uh, we have a chance to promote it because, uh, yeah, there, I know <laughs> there are several teachers in my life in various ways, shapes, or form, Gordon, and all of them go into their own pockets for supplies for their kids. Yeah. Not, not a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. All of them do that. Yeah, and it's not and like so, they're being compensated with gobs of money to right. begin with. Yeah. Right, exactly. So uh, that's that's certainly, a, I think, a very effective thing uh, that they're doing and an immediate way to help, by the way. So really cool. So we'll talk to Donovan about that again. He's teaming up with Clorox, and uh, they're donating to Donors Choose. Uh, so you can check that out at uh, donorschoose.org. If you want to find a way to help yourself, there you go. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because when you think about sacrifices made, isn't that the epitome of it? And then the, the hours that people spend, extra hours, extra effort, money out of their own pocket. I mean, it's just it's remarkable. And our society has a few things backward, and that's one of them that uh, those instructors and educators are not uh, paid uh to the level they should be. Not in my opinion, anyway. And then, you know, people like you and I complain when we have to provide our own headphones, you know. That's right. We do. (laughs) (laughs) And there's uh, hardworking teachers out there that go into their own pocket just to have the tools they need uh, to do their job, which, as you point out, is a a really important one. I think those teachers should keep in mind the difference they are making. And I'll bet you some days they come home and say, you know, I don't really feel like I made that much of a difference today. But they do. And they probably don't even know it. But they do. And, you know, I mean, that's not that's not an extra 100k but it's you know it's uh, it must be fulfilling at some level yeah oh yeah i would yeah absolutely so donovan will join us hopefully uh sometime soon but uh, i know he's doing uh, he's got a bunch of a media media availability today uh to promote this thing and so as you know gordon sometimes you know time gets a little pushed back as they say it happens it does happen. Uh, but we can uh, talk a little football, and we can uh, talk a little basketball, too, if we want to uh, mix that in. But, uh, of course, the rivalry game is uh, is coming up on uh, on Saturday. Has anything changed your mind in, as far as the information goes that you've come across this week as far as what might be happening? No, I st- uh, you know what? I still think it's going to be close. And, and listening to Max Hall, and I know we're going to get uh, to hear a piece of that interview a little bit later on in the show. You know, he just he talked about how the, the weird plays are the ones that make the difference. And I think he articulated that point better than I could. But, you know, he pointed out that in the Utah games that he won, and I know he didn't have a good game in the Utah game he lost. You know, yeah. Everybody remembers mm-hmm. that day. A lot of <laughs> interceptions thrown. Which he also had some in- insightful stuff about how much that game motivated him oh. and how that game was the one responsible for the outburst oh. the next year okay. because of the, the way the that— The blowback he got? Yeah, the way that he used it. Yeah, you can remember the signs or the bumper stickers. You remember Honk if you intercepted Max Hall? Do <laughs> you remember that? But anyway, he used all that stuff, and and th- and that was uh, that was really interesting. But he pointed to the fact that he didn't have great games in the the rivalry games that he won, even. And he think to that Andrew George play in that particular game, 
you know, it was that play that made the difference. You know, it was the plays that he made as opposed to, you know, the, having some 350-yard game. And I guess that's what I was trying to, to get to is with this rivalry, it's been so weird. I mean, think of the year that it ended on Brandon Burton blocking a field goal. You know, mm-hmm. remember the year that BYU was that that was the year that BYU just put the brakes on it when uh, when they were driving down the field and went as conservative as humanly possible just to set up the field That's goal. Right. And then it got blocked. Yeah, that was Dr. Bob. That was Dr. Bob who just said, you know what, we're, we're taking zero chances. We're just going to set up this field goal and get out of here. And then, you know, block of the field goal. And that was the difference in the whole game. And it just feels like this rival, these games go more that way than they do, you know, we could script it out, this is how it should go, or this is the more talented team or the better team or, or, or what have you. I have the use by a couple of touchdowns, but Jake, I can't argue with what you just said. What, seven of the last nine have been, you know, fairly competitive. Close. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, really competitive. Think, of, uh, think of fourth and eighteen. Uh, I was down on the sideline uh, for that game because, really, honestly, that game was over. What was the likelihood that BYU was going to complete that play yeah. and stay in the game? And I'll imagine where you were standing was probably right in front of where the ball came down. It, where, exactly. Yeah, right yeah. in front of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right there. I mean, I'll never forget it. That was such an incredible—we all just thought, geez. And it was—I'm uh, trying to remember the the corner because it was oh, Austin was, uh, Colley— was it McNair? McNair. Not McNair. Is it McNair? Bryce McCain. McCain. McCain it was McCain. Bryce McCain yeah. who was one heck of a player. So you had you had future NFL corner, <laughs> stud player, one of the best on that Utah team that year, yeah. going against Austin Colley, mm-hmm. future NFL receiver, stud player, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best on that offense. And they went toe-to-toe. I mean, Witt left him out there on that island. I mean, he left him out there, and it was mano-a-mano, and what, a, what an incredible what an incredible throw and catch. But what were the odds of that game going in BYU's favor? Had to be one in a hundred at the most. Yeah, those things that uh, you give you percentages yeah. during the game these days. It would have been ninety nine point nine win for Utah. Do you remember what a seesaw battle two thousand six was? Of course, we all remember. Uh, Harleen is still open, right? We all remember the final play. But do you remember Utah had just come back and taken the lead to put BYU on its heels, where they had to score and what was on the clock? I mean, it was like two minutes. Yeah. Where they had to make a drive for the yep. win. I mean, just crazy stuff. I was on stuff. the field for that one and watched it as it unfolded. And although, Jake, we're still talking about, in most of these cases, recent cases for the last decade, we're talking about, oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, almost. It's been one-sided. But like I tried to explain, and, and you don't have to agree with this. I'm not bringing it back up to pick a fight. But all these games have been much more nuanced than it, that. It doesn't matter whether you win by two or nine. Uh, thank quote, you, Gary. To quote a great BYU coach. One of the more bizarre. I'd rather win. He said I'd rather win by nine than two, right? I'll never understand why coaches are, are so hesitant to admit fault later when it's all said and done. Well, it's because people like you come along later and say, oh, look, they only won by two. No, it's people like me <laughs> who who realize the obvious, that like that that Gary Croton's decision in that particular instance was ridiculous. Like like Kyle calling a timeout when they were on the road at Washington. <laughs> yes. And then he comes he, he comes mistake. to the podium afterwards. He said, nope, nope, I was 100% right. He goes to the press conference the next Monday. He goes, oh, I'll do the same thing all over again. You what? 
Yeah, it's like you, Jake. It's like when you talk about how athletes, college athletes, should never be given any more than what they already had. You know, it, it, it's important for you at some juncture to say, you know, I was wrong on that. Except for I'm not wrong on that. Oh, well, that's not what I heard you say. Uh, you know, you know. Well, all, the day I come around on that, you will be my first uh, conversation. I assure you. But I wouldn't. I would to quote a good friend of mine. Don't hold your breath. But see, here, here's here's the problem with what you say and what you do. You sit there and tell everyone to toughen up all the time and get by. Don't hold your breath. Thank you, Austin. Where's where's him declaring that his college athletes should be paid? I mean, I think I heard you say that. So you know, you, you tell everyone. I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. Exactly. I'm a terrible actor. You know, I've always been a terrible actor, and that just reassures it. Uh, you did were you saying, say, I'm sorry, did you say me? actor or thinker? Which, which one? No, more personal shots. And see, I get accused of being mean to you. People just don't notice you being mean to me because <laughs> it doesn't hurt my feelings. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing you can say that's going to hurt my feelings at this point, Jake. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff you could say to hurt mine. All right, we're going to step aside for a moment. Donovan Mitchell on the other side. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver. You being an in-state guy, you grew up, obviously, with the BYU-Utah game. How long does it take an out-of-state guy to understand the level of the importance of the game? I think as soon as they step into the state of Utah, they feel the rivalry, they hear about the rivalry. Especially when they get here, they know, they can feel it. Everyone's in their ear about it, and they just have to join in. You join in, or you're in the way. I think this week, I don't know if anyone has to say anything. If they do, I don't want them on the field with us. I need them to have their own self-motivation and I need them to be ready mentally and to come out and ball. You guys already know this game is one of the biggest games of the year and I just need everyone to be on their A game. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your Ute updated 50 here on the big show. Here's Ute quarterback Charlie Brewer giving his evaluation of BYU defense. I think they play really good as a unit. But, you know, they're very disciplined and, um, you know, know what they do really well. Um, you know, and they're going to do that. I think, that, um, yeah, I would just say overall really solid play as a whole unit. Um, and they run to the football. This update brought to you by Mountain Mike's. Join us, the big show, coming up tomorrow from 2 to 6 at Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104th South in South Jordan for their grand reopening. Come hungry tomorrow, Gordon. We're having us some pizza. Sounds good to me. Meet Mike Smith, Utah jazz broadcaster. Uh, And if uh, you beat him in a shooting contest, you could win a 20-inch pizza. Mountain Mike's coming up tomorrow. Pizza's for everybody. That's a promise. Huh, huh? I told 
Zone, make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You know, Sly's kind of a go-to for me when oh, I'm feeling I the it. pressure and in Austin saying, I need a band! I love but it. But it, it puts me in a good mood. Every Sly was the first band I ever picked for Band of the Day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. It's, I mean, how can you not like this, this music right here? I mean, is this not work of art? Have you ever seen their uh, Woodstock performance? Do you ever watch that documentary, Woodstock? I have. I have seen the Woodstock stuff. I've never been to where that took place. I think that would be really interesting to go see it. Of course, it's nothing but open country now. But uh, They were one of the few bands that actually had a good performance. Did you know that the, like, there were a few iconic ones, but there were a lot of bands there that people didn't really, that you, they go, oh, like the Grateful Dead? Yeah. You go, oh, they were at Woodstock because no, they're not in that film. They wouldn't let that, they thought their show was so bad they wouldn't let it be a part of the film or recorded or distributed or whatever. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And the the Jimi Hendrix thing, you know, the the national anthem yeah. or whatever. That was everybody had left, right? The show had been ru- running so late, you know, every, bumping everybody back. It was at like six o'clock in the morning or something like that. <laughs> it was like it, the the it had the festival was supposed to be over. And there's there's Jimmy with so when like I, that iconic moment that so many people missed. To your when, point. when I think of Woodstock, I think of. Jimi Hendrix, I think of Sly, I, I think of, uh, I think of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. You're missing. I think of, I think of uh, uh, Crosby. Oh, I already said Crosby. Yeah. Uh, who, who else? Uh, You're missing probably the most iconic one, I would say. Joe and the cat. Joe. And the, and well, yeah, country Joe and the country fish. Joe that was pretty fish. good too. No, no, no. But I was thinking of of Joe Cocker, because that uh, that version of with a little help from my friends became so iconic. Like that's the version of that song that everybody remembers. Uh. And if, <laughs> if you hear him tell the stories and you could see it when you see the performance that he is not sober, uh, like at all. And he's up there just swaying and sweating. And yet he, his performance of that song at that time is like the version that everybody remembers. Wasn't the who there? Uh, and uh, I, Jefferson Airplane? Jefferson Airplane was. I don't think the Who was. I'd have to double check. Okay. I just, um, uh, oh, uh, what's her name? Janice. Janice, yeah. yeah. And the whole reason that they did it at Woodstock was because Bob Dylan had made it famous because that's where he summered or something ridiculous. Oh, and really? then Bob didn't even go. <laughs> that's your guy. <laughs> that's your guy. Uh, there's actually a... Uh, and we're hoping to be joined by Donovan Mitchell coming up here shortly. We're we're treading water, as they say in the in the biz. Uh, but uh, there's actually a documentary coming out, or has come out, about the Woodstock anniversary concert that they did in '99. That turned into such a 
like disaster, like people dying disaster. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, where there it was riotous and they didn't have any fresh water and like just a complete disaster. And then they played the like types of music that they played were very much like very rowdy at probably the wrong times to play that kind of music and it turned into like fires. They burned down all the sound equipment and all that stuff. It's like, but anyway. <laughs> that sounds uh, productive. Well, pretty good material for a documentary, I'd say. <laughs> we'll look into that. Yeah. Oh, but well, yeah, that, Sly, that was... Sly and the Family Stone was it the original Woodstock. Yeah. And they are a great band and it's it does totally always great. put me in a good mood. Okay, so good. we'll we'll talk uh, hopefully to Donovan Mitchell uh, coming up again. He and Clorox are uh, are teaming up to donate to Donors Choose, helping teachers um, who have to go into their own pockets for materials for their students, helping them uh, get those materials where they need to be. So very uh, very cool thing that Donovan Mitchell is doing, and we'll talk to him in a bit. One thing I I want to ask, or I want to try and get to him if we dig into basketball is is what is his project is this off season. Is it, is it defense? Is I it, bet it's defense. I bet it is too, but I, I, I'm eager. That's that's the one basketball question. We, I, we want to ask him about the teacher stuff for sure, and his mom's a teacher and her influence yeah. and that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, as we get into some basketball stuff, that's kind of the big one for me. I want to know what he's been in the lab putting into the game. Yeah, because you know he has. I mean, like you said, he yeah, that's, that's the way he's constituted. And that's how the Jazz take the next step, honestly, is, is Donovan – you know, put Rudy in there. I mean, the core, those core two particularly, but others, of course, you can talk about. But they need to take a step forward. I'll agree. You know, the because team the showed res- faith in them by bringing back Mike Conley right. and going into the tax that that they are they are the ones that are going to get them there. But the responsibility is great, you know. I mean, because they are the leaders of the team. They are the stars. They are the guys who have to match what the stars on any other team are capable of doing. And when it worked last year— it really worked. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad and you, you go through the what-if game because injuries played a role. And I know people out there, is that a, they're making excuses. It's like well, you have three all-stars on a team and one doesn't play in a playoff series. You don't think that's going to have an impact? You know, it, so everything's got to go right at the right times. And there's a lot of, I guess, call it luck or circumstance or whatever. There's a lot that can go into to impacting an NBA season. But when it was right last year, I, I've I've never seen a team go on that kind of run. I mean, personally, you know, this team I'm covered. I've never seen. I mean, they were not only Gordon winning so many games in a row, but they were demolishing good teams. I mean, just smoking them. And when everybody was there, and when it was right, and when it was clicking, it was really, really good. I think the Lakers back in like '70 or what year was that when they ran off 33 straight. So that well, you know. you're the Laker historian, so you're going to have to let us know. No, I was when, I when, was a Lakers when fan. Buck and, and the but crew. I do remember that. Won a few in a row. <laughs> no, it was before that. It was an earlier version. Anyway, yeah, I I think uh, I, that's the way I would bet that Donovan's been working on. I don't know how do you work on defense. Oh, I think how do you find somebody who's better than you to go up against? I, I suppose there are players around that he could match up with? Well, I would think, you know, there's there's technique to defense like anything else. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, a lot of it is heart and soul and, and putting in the work you need to put into Lateral out there quickness. out there on the floor. But there are certainly things you can do. Like, I, I look at players over the years who defended above their ability level, and, and maybe the best 
example currently might be Joe Ingles, where Joe isn't a great defender, but he's better than he has a right to be. And I think that's because he knows, you know, how to even the playing field a little bit. Tricks of the trade, uh, you know, how to he studies his opponents, those sorts of things. I mean, all that I think you can work on. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll well, we'll talk to him about it. We'll ask him about that. But uh, if he gets better, Jake, that will I, I agree with you. That may be the single biggest factor for the Jazz moving forward. I mean, he can't cover everybody on the floor. He can't score every time down. But if he is as good as any other all-star in the league that his team is going up against in the playoffs, I like the Jazz's chances. Yeah. So, you know, the Jazz have hitched their wagon to Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and Donovan relevant because we're hoping he's going to join us pretty soon. But, you know, they pay— He knows it, too. He knows knows. Of course. I think he wants it. Yeah. But— I don't know. Maybe this maybe this kind of combines with our Ben Simmons um, conversation. But the, are, are you going to go grab it, or are you entitled to it? <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to grab it. Well, you'd hope so, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and everything that Donovan certainly has shown us in the past would, yeah. would lead you to believe that that's his mentality, too. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's a difference there. But Donovan's added uh, so many things to his game in uh, his very few off-seasons of his career thus far. I mean, you know, he's— Everything he's shown would indicate that he's going to grab it. And certainly the Jazz and their brain trust have uh, uh, agree with him. Speaking of uh, improving and going to new heights, you want to talk to Andrew? hey oh, Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew, uh, hey, love lives are a big deal. And uh, sometimes uh, guys uh, suffering in the bedroom needlessly, right? Yeah, that's right. You don't have to watch those intimate moments and the spontaneity fade. And that's is what happens and it's happening i think it's happening at a younger age or maybe we're talking about it more so many guys out there 20s 30s 40s 50s with some form of erectile dysfunction and we've helped a lot of guys at wasatch medical we use the most studied and proven form of of wave technology with gentle pressure waves it opens up and regrows blood vessels it improves circulation essentially And you can imagine what more blood flow in the bedroom might look like. No more pills, improved performance, and we're finally treating the root cause of the problem. Not the symptom. The pill treats the symptom. You're you're getting to the bottom of it. That's right. The pill treats the symptom. It causes side effects. You have to take more and more of it. This is going after the root cause. And at WasatchMedicalClinic.com, you can read 50 clinical studies now showing this is safe, effective, and it was recently called the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Get on the schedule, see the doctor, and uh, a little bit more, huh? A lot for free. Uh, You can call us and get your ED taken care of. In the month of September, you'd be done with treatments. Uh, The assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our doctor, free. The gift that is worth the trip produces powerful and immediate results in the bedroom. And if you feel like you have a need, this is kind of new in the last month or so, blood work and testosterone to our patients is totally free as well. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thanks, guys. Still expected to be joined by Donovan Mitchell. Stay tuned. It's a Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the 
Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The holy war is here. Kalani Sataki and the Cougars look to snap Utah's winning streak at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Your home for the best holy war coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.